Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalib Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. What is going on out there? Uh, it is, uh, it's been a momentous day. Lots going on. Big weekend. Bears did not play. Everybody else did. And we've got a lot of ground to cover. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. Matt Lively will be joining us shortly. Award-winning reporter from Channel 6. I assume he's won some awards. I don't know if I've confirmed that. And um, we'll hear from uh, Dave Aranda at some point today. And then, uh, Aaron, something to kind of – I'll try to remember to check in with the guy. David Newton, who covers the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, uh, for ESPN.com, is – he's he's got a news conference with uh, David Tepper – the head coach there, or excuse me, the owner of uh, the uh, Panthers, and he may try to hop on with us a little later in the program. Okay, that was happening at, I think, maybe 345 our time. We'll just see, but Tepper was going to uh, be visiting with the Panthers media, and we'll check on that to kind of see what comes out of that. I didn't know if that was Eastern time, you know, 345 or, or Central time. I was a little confused on that, but man, this is uh, this is some really interesting stuff going down. Uh, I did, I did hear from. I don't think uh, Matt. By the way, Matt Lively saying we doing this. I mean, let's see if I if I messed up and said four o'clock. Oh, geez, Aaron, I did. I, I told Matt Lively <laughs> four twenty. Oh man. Uh, I'll have to. I'm, I'm texting him as we speak, uh, and I because I don't know if that meets his schedule or not. Lively is always out there. There's no telling. He may be you may know, putting something together. Yeah. Well, <laughs> could be. Aaron, I wasn't going to say that, but that now that you bring it up, he could. But if I know Lively, he was probably listening to the show and saying, "Wait, why is Mosley saying I'm coming on later?" And I, sure enough, Aaron, I looked, and the text message I sent earlier today was, can you join us at 4 o'clock? Aaron, do we ever have a guest join at 4 o'clock? I mean, it's like one, how many, tw- two to three times a year we do that? Yeah, it's just, not very often. It doesn't, it doesn't really happen, and uh, this is just typical Mosley behavior. I mean, if this is the only, uh, I'm going to say, if you need to go now, we can do it. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna check with the young lively as we speak here. Right. He was he was wondering Aaron why it was like 4:05 and he hadn't heard from us. All right, lots to talk about Aaron that Crawford game the other night. That everybody was talking about Marlin, tremendous, tremendous. Crawford ends up they are now I think I've got this right. 
6-0. Man, that place is a great place for a game. That team is off to a tremendous start. I would just say Crawford Athletics in general is uh, is just on a roll. Okay, I think we're good. Lively says we can do 420, Aaron, okay? So I almost really messed that up for us, but Matt is now he's uh, nothing if not accommodating. Uh, also, uh, his sartorial choices, meaning that uh, the man is one of the best-dressed newsmen around. Uh, Curtis Quillen loves a good golf shirt, but uh, the young the young Lively is a guy who's always kind of, I mean, he's not just looking in Land's Inn. He's out there kind of shopping all the different brands. So uh, it'll be good to have Lively on as he kind of, he probably will be doing it while he's in makeup getting ready to go tonight. Lots of interesting things going on. Let me just start right by saying uh, congratulations, Cowboys fans. Way to go. I mean, you know, you put up with all this stuff. You you, you go through everything. Now, Aaron abandoned the Cowboys, and then he, he took the, the curious choice of now seemingly almost trying to root against them it's a no, weird no no yeah you've kind of you a little bit are like that i'm hoping you can kind of settle in to a period you don't have to root for them anymore but the actively rooting against them i'll just say this these cowboys were left for dead i mean they're zero and one they lose 19-3 they don't have a quarterback no one thought they could get this thing going and they've ripped off four straight wins, and now comes a huge game against those Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Aaron, I want to put it to our people early. I love hearing from our folks. CNC Collision text line, okay? Now, pull off the road if you're going to text us. I do not like the thought of encouraging you to text and drive. 254-662-1660. It's 254-662-1660. Do you want to ride with Cooper? Is it rush hour? Or do you want do you think if if Dak's close to ready, are you ready to ramp it up with Dak? Do you feel better with a the forty million dollar man who's, you know, we think is on his way to being fully healthy, or do you not want to mess with a good thing and keep riding this Cooper Rush special? I mean, this is an interesting decision that could have to, have to be made. And that's where the Cowboys are. Cooper Rush, in this game, Aaron, how many passes do you think he completed? It was like 10 passes. Threw for about 103 yards or something. I mean, most of our local high school quarterbacks doubled that over the weekend. And But still, he's the guy lining up. He's the guy at center. Now, Who's Who gets you most excited about this team? Well, it's the defense. The defense is incredible. Five sacks of uh, Stafford. Aaron, would you care to guess how many pressures? Would you care to guess how many pressures the Cowboys had against Matthew Stafford in yesterday's game? 20. You knew. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> 20 pressures. <laughs> That is phenomenal. And according to our own Ed Werder, who I was up late doing the Doomsday podcast with late into the evening, that is the second most pressures 
in Matt Stafford's career. We're going back to Detroit. Think about how many times we thought of Stafford just getting beat up, just getting beat to a pulp. Now the good news for Rams fans. Aaron, you'll love this. I saw it right before we came on the air. That guy who kept getting beat by Parsons uh, and maybe even uh, Dorrance to a certain extent, uh, um, extent, his name is Haverstand or Havenstand or whatever, Havenford. I'm getting my – I think I'm thinking of Great Expectations or one of uh, a Dickens novel, Miss Havisham. But this is Haven, Havenford or something. Anyway, he, he calls a offensive line only meeting today. Let's get the O-line together and let's talk about what has happened. Uh, so good for the Rams, but good for the Cowboys for getting that win. Cowboys now have wins over both the teams that participated in the Super Bowl. Right? Aaron, Werder looked this one up too. And it's like only one other team has done that like the following year to beat them like in the first five games or maybe beat them at all. The team, you know, there are several teams that have had an opportunity to play both teams that are coming off the Super Bowl win. The Cowboys were only the second team to have completed the Daily Double. They played both of them, took care of the Bengals, took care of the Rams. I mean, Aaron, I'm not trying to get you to jump back on the bandwagon, but I think you would admit that Cowboys fans and Cowboys in general were just in a rut, in a huge ditch four weeks ago, and now they sit here... (coughs) as one of the best teams in the NFC. I mean, the crazy New York Giants are 4-1-2, and one too, and the Eagles are 5-0. and oh. Commanders should have won a game yesterday, but in typical commander form, Wentz threw an interception down there on the goal line, just trying to fit one in, and they fell to 1-4. But three of the NFC East teams, a, a division that's been so awful in recent years, it's rolling. It's rolling. Aaron, I got people calling me. Mosley, would you would you write for this? Would you write? Can you write something on this? I say, no. No, I'm focused on radio and podcasting, okay? You should have contacted me a couple of months ago if you want me to write a column on this. Uh, Aaron, this is uh, this is a it's a really, really exciting day for uh for the Cowboys and their fandom. Now, again, if you want to participate, I'll even ask Matt Lively to jump in on this one when he comes on with us. And Aaron, I want you to answer this here in a couple of minutes. But do you think they should ride with Cooper Rush at 4-1 and one against the Eagles, even if Dak's okay? Let's just say Dak's cleared. <laughs> But you have the opportunity to either keep riding with Rush or bring Dak back for the Eagles. Now, you can't watch that the other day and think that Dak couldn't have completed more balls down the field. Now, it'd also help if Gallup and C.D. aren't dropping balls. Now, Gallup made a great catch. C.D. did some good things. But these guys are dropping too many balls. So I, But I, I do think Dak provides you with more of an opportunity 
to, to get the ball down the field. Aaron, what do you, uh, where do you uh, fall on this? Do you think that the Cowboys should, if they're being smart, should they be open? If Dak is healthy, would you ride with Dak, or would you would you keep going with Cooper Rush? No, you you start Dak as soon as he's healthy. Look, Cooper Rush has done a great job of managing the game and making throws, but he's a backup, and you can see that. And it would be different if Dak was kind of a gunslinger who made big plays but also turned the ball over a lot. He doesn't. So it's not like he's going to be turning the ball over a lot and costing you games even though you have this great defense. He should be able to lead the offense to more points than Cooper Rush and make the team even better because he's a better quarterback. All right, I think it's a fair point. I also think our people, if if we're taking a poll, are going to lean towards sticking with Cooper. All right? Again, if you want to sound off on this, if if both players are healthy, we know Cooper is, if Dak's also healthy, would you go ahead and get Dak back in there against the Eagles, or would you keep riding with Rush? That is the question on the table. 254 662-1660. I want to hear your answers. We'll talk about that. And uh, next, Matt Lively, waiting in the wings from Channel 6. He's next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Second and five. Only heard here. here. Coming right to left in the white jersey, silver helmets and pants. Rush under pressure. All season. Throws deep. Skinny post. Walk in. CeeDee Lamb. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from Lincoln Financial Field on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys and the Eagles Sunday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco is the place to watch live sporting events. Check out your favorite team on over 50 TVs, and you can enjoy fan-favorite items like their boneless bar pizzas and bird dogs. They also have great appetizers, wraps, salads, traditional and boneless wings, burgers, and more. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, located off West Loop 340 in the Central Texas Marketplace, next to Ashley's Furniture. Open until 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recess lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call 
Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 my house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Carolina Panthers have hired head coach Matt Rule today after a 1-4 start to the season. Steve Wilkes has been named the interim coach. Rule was 11-27 in three seasons as the Panthers coach. Cowboys beat the Rams 22-10. Cooper Rush is 4-0 as the Cowboys QB coming in for Dak Prescott. Cowboys have the Eagles on Sunday night football this week. Monday night football has the Chiefs hosting the Raiders tonight. Shake up in the top 25 from the AP poll. Georgia is back at number one, followed by Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and Michigan rounding out the top five. Oklahoma State drops to number eight. TCU is up to 13. K-State moves up to 17. Kansas drops to 19. And Texas is in the AP at 23. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Matt Lively from Channel 6 is standing by. He's out in the field right now. And, uh, Matt, I'm sorry, in typical Mosley fashion, I get a text from you saying, you, you okay? I mean, you know, you about to come to me or whatever? And I'm just thinking, what, what's going on here? Like, it's, you know, 420. I mean, that's when I always have Matt on. And, 
I mean, it, it, this was at like 4.05, and I looked out at my phone, and of course I had texted you, can you hop on at 4 o'clock? So thank you for rolling with me. Uh, you know, I'm aging a little bit, and so some I do some I weird know. things. Yeah, and uh, you're it's watching this. It's a testament to how excited I am to come on this show week after week, and it was five minutes past when I was told, and I thought, yeah, he's forgotten about me. I was bummed. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll give you a wrong time occasionally, but I, I promise you I'll never forget about you, Matt. Uh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Matt Lively joining us from Channel 6, and he's been all over the place. I will get you to weigh in, though, Matt, on uh, right off the bat. Matt Rule has been fired as the head coach for the Panthers. Uh, yeah. I I was able to exchange a text with Matt earlier today, just kind of letting him know, hey, sorry, sorry about this. About that time, I saw a tweet that went on, said something along the lines of, uh, Matt will, as he goes out, he'll, they still owe him $40 million or something like that. And I didn't quite, I mean, I never want anybody to get fired, obviously, but that, that made me feel not quite as bad that he's going to leave with 40 million big ones, but, um, it's interesting, isn't it, Matt? You you've seen this, and you've got a you've got a team that needs a new head coach at Arizona State, your alma mater. <laughs> isn't it interesting that these coaches? It's like the NFL, the Panthers are celebrating today. Okay, we fired Rule. That temporarily makes them feel better. Within like <clears throat> ten minutes, it's like, where's Rule going to be? Like Matt Rule becomes the bit the hottest name. Uh, other than maybe Leipold, uh, in in all of college football, it, it's just it's fascinating how you go from getting fired and apparently not knowing anything to being a tremendous college football candidate. Pretty good day for Matt Rule, in my opinion. He's relinquished from having to coach the Carolina Panthers. He's still going to be paid forty million dollars, one way or another. He basically gets an early trip to Cabo. Uh, which he famously said that's where he was headed the day after the Sugar Bowl and not to believe into the hype of taking the New York Giants job. He said, I'm going to be at a beach and a pool with my kids and wife. And now he's going to have supposedly his choice on the Wisconsin job, the Nebraska job. Yes, the Arizona State University job, one of the most coveted positions in all of college football, which I know <laughs> coaches around the, the nation are going to be clamoring over and fighting each other for. So, you know, Matt Rule might not be an NFL head coach anymore, but all things considered, he's okay, I would say. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. And that, that guy, I don't know exactly how to say his name, Aguayo or Aguero. John Aguayo. Aguayo. I mean, it, I think it's funny that all those places you just mentioned, the minute they fired their head coach, several of those schools have gone on like winning streaks. You know, and yeah. have had de- decent wins. <laughs> and so I think it does speak that sometimes a change, I don't know if they could sustain that, but um, it's kind of like Wisconsin just fired its coach because they wanted to take a look at the D coordinator. It's like, I mean, I don't even think they thought the head coach was that bad. It was just like, well, wait, we may have a really good <laughs> head coach on our staff. Let's go ahead and get this one guy out of here so we can take a look <laughs> at the defensive coordinator. I mean, it is really interesting now matt let's take me to friday night you're a man that likes to get out in the field channel six uh 
I believe chose the – you were out at the Crawford game. Did that end up being the game of the week, the GOTW? Yes. Yeah. Crawford Marlin. Yeah, Crawford Marlin. And Crawford comes through with a big win, and I love seeing all those people when you hand them the trophy and they're all surrounding you and the whole community's excited to see the young Lively. What um, – what you think, though, kind of getting to see that? I know on those Friday nights, sometimes people don't always know you got to hop from one game to the next. But the game of the week, y'all give the big-time treatment. You stay out there for a good long while. What did you make of Crawford? And does this team have the makings of a team that could stick around for a long, long time in this postseason? I, I have so many thoughts. From a logistics standpoint, let's start there. Great right. stadium incredible atmosphere uh actually coach jacobs told me that they built that field with a cow pasture and that before he got there they used to have to kind of clean up the poop off the field uh when they wanted to play football there and you kind of get it because it's surrounded by trees and it's a beautiful look and it's right by tonkawa falls you feel like you're in a state park basically love that number one number two I do love being out at that game of the week. I do love when these schools have some sort of Wi-Fi or general service. I actually, to be truthful with you, wasn't able to stay out there the entire game. I was having to shoot highlights and then run down the road in my car uh, to a Burger King that had Wi-Fi, connect, (laughs) and then send the highlights back, jump back in my car, head back to Crawford for the rest of the game. I actually did that twice because we were a little low on service. But from a football perspective, hey, the Crawford Pirates are for real. I mean, we talk a lot about this uh, District 8-2A Division 1. So many stacked teams. We've been joking in the Waco media market that it's like the SEC of high school football. There's just so many competitive teams, and Marlins right up there. But Crawford's defense is really what I take away from that matchup, just how legit it is. And it was shown Desmond Woodson, the Marlin quarterback, takes a ball all the way to the pylon, comes up just short at the one. It is first and goal at the one. Marlin has track stars on their team. Ruben Torres and I talk about this all the time, just how athletic the Bulldogs are. And from the one-yard line, they could not penetrate that Crawford defense. They pushed them back, turned it over on downs, and then Crawford ends up taking it 92 yards just a few plays later. So defense wins championships. Crawford has a good shot with the defense that they employ. Really impressive. I mean, obviously, Greg Jacobs is a great head coach. They were 13-0 and before losing in the playoffs last year. Now they're 6-0 and this year. They're certainly going to be a team that I think we have a shot at going to AT&T Stadium with this year. Ooh, I like that. I want to get you there. Uh, it is uh, Matt Lively joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. A lot of Mondays you'll hear – Matt, if uh, and then sometimes his buddy Chris will jump on, and it's a lot of fun. And the and the thing that makes it nice is they're often golf partners, so I, I know I could catch <laughs> one of them. Um, I thought this was interesting, this uh, Temple Midway affair. You know, I think we assume since Temple's been so good in recent years that and Midway's been struggling that oh well, Temple will take care of business, and they haven't always done that. I thought it was interesting. I was reading about one of the Temple players, big-time player, 
Torian York. I mean, he is a oh, yeah. he is a big time senior linebacker. Uh, a lot of us in the area know about him. But he had put tweeted out a photo of himself with the caption thousand seventy one days, one thousand seventy one days, uh, alluding to the last time uh, that, that that Temple played the Panthers, and uh, York was a. Uh, was a freshman in that game, and and quite honestly, Temple just had not had much success against Midway. I I, I know Temple's better than Midway, but I I got to say, Matt, you know that's a I think sometimes you need to get over a mental hurdle, and I think I, what happened the other night probably was one of those. Oh, absolutely, and it speaks to the leadership and the determination of the Temple Wildcats. Torian York is the perfect example of a player who can can just lead a program. And I have a great story about him during two-a-days. I get out there early in the morning, 7 a.m. The Wildcats take the field. It's their first day of practice. And I'm talking with Scott Stewart, and I, I was asking about Torian, and he said, this dude's just such a grinder. When I, when I showed up this summer, well before two-a-days started, well before anything was going to happen with all the team coming out and, and doing a practice, I get out here and it's pitch black. It's like 4.30 a.m. And there's one person running on the field doing wind sprints in the pitch black at the high school during the summer. And it was Torian York. And this guy's going to go play at Baylor next year. Yeah. If that's not determination and if that's not wanting to go out and get it just a little bit more than your opponent, I don't know what is. But it really is no surprise to me. I mean, with the season that Temple is having, the season that Midway is having, but then when you really look at it closer and go, when you have a guy like Torian York, and he's just one of the three, four, five great kids on that team, they're going to be really successful. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, Harrison Pilot, you know, obviously he's a great weapon for uh, Temple. And uh, this is, uh, this is that was a fun game. Now, you were out listening to Dave Aranda on Saturday. You had a late night Friday, but you're, you know, you're a man still – in his 20s, you like to kind of get out and be about. And so, you know, uh, Curtis had you assigned to be out there with Coach Aranda on what was a rare Saturday media-type situation. Um, I would imagine it was maybe not the, the large crowd you're accustomed to out there. What was Aranda – what was kind of the Aranda message? I got to talk to him Friday morning, but as he, as he addressed the assembled media, what was – what, do you, what was kind of the biggest overarching message that, uh, that, that Dave shared with everyone? Sure. I mean, certainly a couple takeaways, not only from Dave, but then we talked to the players yesterday. I mean, one was going into this bye week coming off the Oklahoma State loss. And I had asked him, you know, what's, what's, what's worse, coming into a bye week, or what's better, I guess, coming into a bye week when you're coming off a bad loss and you go, geez, I would, <laughs> I would really like a break or when you've got some momentum coming off a win. And he gave me a great answer, kind of in part saying that it gives them a time to reflect and to build some of that confidence back and to really look at what they've done right and wrong. Uh, and so it was probably a good time for a bye week, especially when you come in against West Virginia. Um, and the other thing that stuck out to me was I asked him about his defense, and they broke a streak of 18 games where they allowed less than 30 points to their opponents, uh, which is, I mean, that's a crazy streak in college football. 
And I said, how do you want your defense to feel throughout this week and heading into West Virginia? And he goes, it's our job to teach them that it's not okay to feel okay giving up that amount of points, that he has to set an expectation, and it's on his coaches to really show the Baylor defense, this is not who we are, this is not our brand, this is not our image. And so I have a feeling they're not going to allow a whole lot of points in Morgantown. Uh, From a player's perspective, I think the question that everyone kept asking was, you guys have to go back on the road. It's a Thursday night game. It's going to be crazy there at Milan Pusker. Uh, you know, what do you do? And Quaylen Jones summed it up perfectly. He said, they're going to have energy, but we're preaching that we have to bring our own energy, fight fire with fire. Uh, so that means everybody's going to be up on the sidelines. Everyone's going to be engaged in this game. But I really think Baylor's going to have a great performance from the defense, and there's going to be a lot of energy. BYOE, bring your own energy. That, yeah. That's going to be something. <laughs> In Morgantown, not an easy place to get to. Now, is Curtis nope. trying to make it out there? Curtis is, uh, he's worrying me a little bit because I think he's, did I hear him say he's trying to get out there Thursday morning? I do not like a situation yeah. where Curtis travels on game day. And I've sort of appointed myself his uh, his travel aid. His, and so I, uh, I, I second guess a lot of his travel stuff, but man, that is not an easy place to get into. That will be a hostile environment. And the weird thing is, we think of West Virginia right now is the worst team in the conference. And honestly, I don't think they're that bad. Like, I, I don't, when you look at JT Daniels and the way he's played this year, I don't really think you could point the finger at, at, poor, um, at, at poor quarterback play. I don't even think the the defense has been that bad. So I this is this is a scary game because it, you know this is if you win you preserve the right to do all these things and you can move on. And by the way, have you seen the Longhorns now? Like the odds have them winning the Big 12 championship. I'm like, what about the teams that are undefeated in the conference like OSU and TCU? And literally Texas because of what they did in the Cotton Bowl the other day has it, the, the whole thing is flipped. And now a lot of the Vegas odds have them winning the conference. That was just a little aside I wanted to throw in there. They're ranked 22nd in the country. If you're a betting man and you want to win some money today, go out and bet on TCU to win the Big 12, someone with better odds, because I don't think it's going to be Texas. But I do agree with you. It's tough to go win on the road anywhere, especially in that atmosphere. We saw how close they played Kansas. And at the time, I don't think we realized just how good Kansas was. So it was like, oh, boy, West Virginia loses to the Jayhawks. That's really not that bad of a loss in hindsight with how good that Jayhawk offense is. So uh, I agree with you. Westford, you know, let's quote Bill Parcells, you aren't what your record says you are. So this could be a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's the anti-Parcells to say you aren't what it shows. Yeah, yeah sir, the anti-Parcells. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be the overcorrector, but that's that's the guy I used to cover, the great Bill Parcells. Now I'm going to have Parcells memories. Now that would have been fun, Matt. I, I'll just say this. I was your age covering Parcells and having that guy, like, <laughs> stare you down when you ask a question he didn't like. Now that would, that would wake you up in a hurry. Uh, those were some uh, – those were some good moments. Well, listen, um, uh, appreciate everything. Good to. Sorry, we kind of delayed you, but thank you for fighting through that. And we, uh, 
Uh, another rousing and excellent uh, performance by you on a Monday. Just happy to be here, Mosley, as always. Just happy to be here. Okay, checks in the mail. There he goes. Matt Lively, Channel 6, one of their very talented reporters. And uh, they've got Nicole Sheeran over there and then Curtis Quillen, the man who will fly across the country to uh, see the Bears in the Mountaineers. Uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, 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 an affiliate that spares no expense when it comes to Baylor Bears coverage, and we appreciate that about them. Okay, um, let's uh, continue on with our broadcast day, and now it is time for Campus Confidential. Recently on Game Time. Hang on. Tom Ward's got the yo-yo. Go ahead, Tom. Let me All see right. it. All right, get it. He's going to knock himself out. <laughs> he can't even get the string on his finger. Okay, here we go. All right, go. here ready? we go. <laughs> You know, I just figured this out. This is a right-handed yo-yo. Are you left-handed? I'm left-handed. Get oh, that out of here. Gosh. That's a right-handed no. yo-yo. You don't have right or left hands. I'm That's smart a enough right-handed to know yo-yo. that. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, character gym, or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new porky pig tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me 
or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Carolina Panthers have fired head coach Matt Rule today after a 1-4 start to the season. Steve Wilkes has been named the interim coach. Rule was 11-27 in three seasons as the Panthers coach. Cowboys beat the Rams 22-10. Cooper Rush is 4-0 as the Cowboys QB coming in for Dak Prescott. Cowboys have the Eagles on Sunday night football this week. Monday night football has the Chiefs hosting the Raiders tonight. Shake up in the top 25 from the AP poll. Georgia is back at number one, followed by Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and Michigan rounding out the top five. Oklahoma State drops to number eight. TCU is up to 13. K-State moves up to 17. Kansas drops to 19. And Texas is in the AP at 23. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, some Campus Confidential. And what a uh, what a weekend it was for college football. And to uh, kind of look around the Big 12 and the rest of the country, let's turn it over to our own Aaron Sexton. Aaron. Thank you, Matt. We will start with the new AP poll. Apparently almost losing to Texas A&M was enough to drop Alabama out of the top spot. They fall from number one to number three. Georgia, your new number one with 32 first-place votes, followed by Ohio State with 20, and Alabama with 11. Clemson and Michigan round out the top five. Other notables in the top 25. Oklahoma actually fall, Oklahoma State excuse me, actually falls to number eight after their win over Texas Tech. TCU is up to number 13. Kansas State is 17. <laughs> Texas is 22. All right. <clears throat> I mean... Beating OU is not anything that should shock anybody, but beating him in a huge rivalry game like that and embarrassing them in historic fashion, Texas deserves all the accolades it's getting. Play the fight song. Play a little Texas fight. Get your hook'em horns up. I get it. That quarterback, I was wondering, I thought, man, Hudson Card was 21 for 27 against West Virginia, really, you're going to replace him? 
Aaron, it just took a few passes. I mean, just there's just those deep ends, or or just like a. I mean, just he he just puts it on guys in a hurry. I mean, that's a different level of quarterback play than we've seen at Texas in quite some some time. Ellinger was a nice quarterback, but he didn't throw the ball like this guy. Ellinger's still in the NFL, believe it or not. But this guy has a gun, and that that was a flat-out beatdown that happened. And, Aaron, this is uh, the Sooners. Again, I Venables is fine. He'll, you know, get the recruiting and get the thing going in the right direction. But, I mean, it does at some point become pretty embarrassing. Three, they start 3-0. I think they were as high as, like, number six in the country. And then they just start losing games. And I wanted to see today, Aaron, I haven't seen it yet. I wanted to see if there was any way that, like, I think that game's in Norman, isn't it, Kansas? I wanted Kansas to be favored. I don't think Vegas will do that. I think Vegas will have OU favored, but not by much. Not by much. And, and I, would, I would have a tendency to shade over toward Kansas. Now, Kansas had its quarterback get knocked out of the game. Although it's backup, Jason Bean performed admirably. What a game that was, Aaron. I mean, Kansas and TCU kind of living up to its billing. And though they lost, I, I think if you're going to have college game day come to your campus, that was a that was a very respectable performance. The current line is Oklahoma is favored by eight over Kansas. Wow. Speaking of the 49-point shutout loss the Sooners had to Texas over the weekend, ESPN with an article looking at some of the big numbers from the loss. The 49 points for the most the Longhorns have scored in the series. It's also the largest margin of victory they have over Oklahoma in the series. The previous high was 33. Uh, the Oklahoma has now lost consecutive games by 30 points or more for the first time in program history. The last time Oklahoma was shut out came November 7th, 1998. That ends a streak of 311 consecutive games for Oklahoma without being held scoreless. Oklahoma had scored an offensive touchdown in 167 straight games. That was the longest active streak in SBS. And uh, there are some other ones, but those are the big ones that stood out. You don't normally see this happen, but OU is yearning for basketball season to start. My goodness, what a mess that is. And Venables has his work cut out for him. I mean, Aaron, it's so bad that it's like, you know, Baylor made changes even though that was that COVID year. And they certainly could have had the excuse of, well, it was COVID year and that played a big role in our, our down year. But Aranda went out and made some meaningful changes. I don't know. It may just be a whole thing about personnel. But think, when have you ever seen Oklahoma basically have to run Wildcat package? They they just couldn't even function with a backup quarterback. They have some guy they put in their name, Bevel, I think it was. And he just could, he couldn't function. I bet he threw for... Gosh, I'd be surprised if he threw for more than 40 yards in that game. So there was no passing game, and the only success they ever had was when they went to a little bit of Wildcat, 
And then they got down there and went for it on fourth down, and they had that, that one guy try a jump pass. I would say if you're wondering, like, the most embarrassing moment in that game, that was probably it. I mean, some guy doesn't play quarterback out there trying to execute a jump pass, and it got picked off as easy. I mean, Aaron, you and I would have had that one. I mean, there was no – that was the easiest pick ever. You know, just like, oh, here, I'm going to soft toss this right to the defense. You know, I, I tweeted something during the game, Aaron, and uh, I don't know if you remember this name because you weren't back with us yet when this guy was coming out of high school. He was at Pflugerville Conley, and his name is Jade Barron. And in 2019 – he signed with the Bears. And that might have been around the time uh, Rule took that job with the Panthers. If you're just joining us, Matt Rule has been fired by the Carolina Panthers. But Jade Barron signed with Baylor in that early signing period, December of 2019. And then he ends up at the University of Texas. He is now their best defensive player. So I, I really, uh, that's that, you know, most of those guys, I mean, I remember DuVernay was coming to Baylor and then the scandal hit and all that. DuVernay ended up being a really good player. He's in the pros now playing for the Ravens. But every time I see that Jade Barron make a play, he's number 23 for the Longhorns. Aaron, he can flat out play. I mean, that dude is everywhere. And for a while, he was a Baylor Bear. And before that, Aaron, he had committed to TCU. He was out there committing to folks all over the place. Committed to TCU, signs with Baylor, but ends up at the University of Texas. And that dude's going to play on Sundays. He's good. He's really, really good. Jimbo Fisher is sticking by his guns after Texas A&M's final play call in the 24-20 loss to Alabama. The Aggies had an opportunity to win with just second remaining and on the two-yard line to upset Alabama. However, the pass fell incomplete. The Tide escaped with a whim. The formation was the same as the one the Aggies had scored a touchdown on earlier in the game. This time, however, Haynes King threw to Evan Stewart's backside, and the pass was incomplete. And if you are a real <laughs> football fan that like sounds, me. That, that sounds kind of weird. He threw to his backside. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. like he threw at his rear or something. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he was trying to throw it behind him. Oh, go ahead, Aaron. Finish what well, you Well, I was just going to say, there's a there's there's a film of, of Nick Saban from his coaching show breaking down the last play. Yeah. And, and if you really like the nuts and bolts of football and what coaches are thinking – it's really great. I mean, he yeah. really goes into detail about why they did what they did and how they defended the play. Um, so if you, you can just Google him talking about the final play of the A&M game, but it's you know, a really great video. What's funny is I saw that, and <laughs> I think he films that, like, right after the game. I like, you know, right. he does all his media. He was still in his coach's gear, and I think he just steps right onto the deal and knocks it out, which is understandable. It's kind of like, hey. I'd rather just go have a nice dinner and uh, go on about my business. But, yeah, he, he did he filmed that that night, that night and, and apparently one of the Bama defensive backs said he heard Jimbo, <laughs> like, mouthing or kind of whisper, whisper yelling, which just sounds weird, but you know what I'm saying, kind of mm-hmm. uh, dramatically uh, saying to the quarterback, 
throw it to Evan, <laughs> that great number one wide receiver over there. And so the the uh, the defensive back said he saw that and he knew exactly where the ball was going. But it was a poorly thrown ball. I'm not even sure he was in the end zone. That guy is an awesome receiver. I mean, he that he's good. I mean, that's the thing you see about A&M. And now, why did they almost knock off Alabama? Well, a big part of it was Alabama, <laughs> that backup quarterback did not have much at all. Um, okay, Aaron, we're, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We, got, we have uh, someone who covers the, uh, the uh, Panthers for ESPN. Uh, they've just fired uh, our, our man, Matt Rule, and uh, we'll talk to David Newton from ESPN.com. We'll do that next. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The Dallas defense continues to dominate as they earn a 22-10 road win over the Rams. Details after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. A dominating Cowboys defense suffocated the Rams in Los Angeles yesterday. The 22-10 win started with Demarcus Lawrence returning a fumble for a touchdown. Later, Tony Pollard added a 57-yard touchdown run, and Brett Maher kicked three field goals. And while the Cowboys offense didn't put up good numbers, it was just enough as the defense and special teams continue to play complimentary football. Micah Parsons, who had a sack and a forced fumble in the fourth quarter, said the Cowboys backed up Coach McCarthy's words last week that this team is nobody's underdog. We're not underdogs, um, and we're going to keep proving that. You know, just don't stop here. We can't get our heads too high. we got to keep putting the work and keep doing what we're doing so we can continue this type of success. The Cowboys are 4-1 and one now and travel to Philly next week to take on the undefeated Eagles. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. The wait is over. Richard Carr GMC has the trucks. 2022 GMC Sierras have hit the lot and they're waiting for you. Sierra trucks offer best-in-class towing, strong steel beds, multi-pro tailgates, and advanced features that make driving a Sierra second to none. Trucks are waiting for you to test drive now. So call now, log in now, or get here now and drive your next truck today at Richard Car. Richard Car, they have the truck for you. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. 
Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding Bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Five o'clock hour off and running. Thank you to all our sponsors. That topical pain cream is such great stuff. Get that on reliefandrecovery.com. Reliefandrecovery.com. And put that word in game time. Game time. Uh, in the promotional, uh, in that promo code. And it's unbelievable deal. You get the uh, tube, which is extremely valuable. And you get one for free. I cannot tell you what this has done for my neck pain. And some of you have back pain. Some of you play tennis. I've got uh, some, uh, or you have golf elbow or tennis elbow. I've got some tennis elbow that I'm struggling with. The uh, Carolina Panthers have fired Matt Rule. I got to hear from uh, Matt earlier today. And just I basically just kind of, you know, let him know we're thinking about him and and uh, I know he's going to land on his feet, and it does seem like 
that will be the case. Um, the owner telling, and we're going to have David Newton from uh, ESPN.com on with us uh, in just a matter of uh, minutes, about three minutes from now. He's he's you know got all this stuff that he's working on and tweeting and doing all kinds of appearances for ESPN. Um, David Tepper, the owner, said he didn't talk to the players before firing rule, so it was pretty clear the uh, it was pretty clear the players hadn't given up on rule. Tepper says, I'm accountable. I'm accountable to the fans. Uh, he says, everybody has to be accountable, and there's no place to hide. <laughs> Golly, that's nice. And also on the trade deadline, whether the Panthers need to rebuild, we have to figure out how to get a culture of winning. Well, I mean, guess where that starts? It actually starts with the owner. Starts with the owner and uh, sets the tone, and this owner – says a lot of the right things, certainly a billionaire status, but not getting it done. And um, he did say you have to try to win games because, of course, people are wondering, do, do you want to tank and get that first pick of 2023 draft? Now, Matt never could get the quarterback situation right. I mean, Aaron, you could sit here and name them off the top of your head. I mean, it was Darnold. Cam was in there at one point when he first got there. Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Um, you know, he tried a lot of different things. Couldn't get the quarterback the right way. Um, and it's just it's just, and then and then ask why. And Aaron, I think you uh, brought this to my attention. Asked why the defense coordinator, Phil Snow, Baylor's former defense coordinator, was fired. Panthers owner David Tepper said interim coach Steve Wilkes will talk Tuesday, and you should ask him. <laughs> In other words, this was a Wilkes decision, not a Tepper decision. All right, so they, they, they decided to, uh, to give the reins to Steve Wilkes. Now, you may remember Steve Wilkes was a head coach in the league before. And um, and they had a couple of coaches on staff that had been coaches, so that'll be uh, um, that'll be kind of interesting to watch how all this plays out. So we'll get uh, David on here in just a couple of minutes, and uh, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll visit with him about that. David Tepper, also the owner, saying, "I'm accountable. I'm accountable to the fans." And then again, there's no place to hide. And I, I find all of this very interesting, and I also find it interesting that Matt Rule now immediately becomes a huge candidate in uh, college football, and he will uh, he will have all sorts of opportunities. And if I had to rank it, I would say, I mean, Wisconsin's probably right now a better job than Nebraska. Nebraska is certainly a blue blood. I think he might. For we, I don't. He would fit at either place. He's a Big Ten guy. I, I think he might fit a little bit better at Wisconsin. All right, David Newton joining us, taking a, a break. David, I, I know what you're up against right now. You had the uh, owner, and now you it's not good enough to write, like, one big story on this. You'll probably need to write about five different stories. But uh, thank you for uh, jumping on with me. David Newton from uh, ESPN Nation covers the uh, Carolina Panthers. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. A little bit of a busy Monday, but, uh, you know, you knew what was coming at some point 
with the way the winning or not lack of winning is going with 11 or 12 games and one and four this year. So uh, it was a little bit of a surprise that came today, but I think David Tepper, the owner, probably just looked out and saw a sea of red jerseys. I mean, it was like crazy. It was like a home game for San Francisco yesterday. They just took over the stadium, then an embarrassing loss. I just think he felt it was he'd had enough and fan reaction and all. I think he just kind of got all swept up into that and made a decision. Was Matt was this was this thing always a little bit overwhelming for Matt Rule? Like obviously Matt's great at saying a lot of things. He's he's he can say all those motivational things. He's generally pretty good in a in a news conference, but of course things were not going well and they never did turn the right direction. Did did you always have the feeling with him this guy's just more cut out to be a college coach or or in that you know even maybe in in the first season did you think I think this guy's going to make it where where were you kind of throughout the the Matt Rule experience I didn't think he was overwhelmed and I uh I think he really his goal was to be be an NFL coach and you know I do think he made mistakes by you know in his first staff keeping so many people that he had in college I thought he needed a little more experience with you know NFL experience on his staff and he did that you know, last year during the off season, and, and you know, hired some more people, but uh, yeah, ultimately to me, it just came down. He never got the quarterback position right. I mean, when he was in college, you know, he had you know PJ Walker at Temple, and then I forget the Baylor quarterback that he had, Charlie Brewer. You know, they, they gave yeah, they gave him chances to win, and then he got here, and he had Teddy Bridgewater. And I thought he gave up too early on Teddy Bridgewater. Well, I don't think Teddy's a guy that was going to probably get him to a Super Bowl. I thought he was a guy that could have at least bridged the gap and um, got him some wins. They didn't really win that first year, but I, I thought they showed some signs that if you kept Christian McCaffrey on the field that he could have had some success. And then they go out and get Sam Darnold, who did absolutely nothing for the New York Jets, and he came in and, and did poorly. Again, he was without McCaffrey, and um, and then they went after Deshaun Watson, which, you know, with, with everything going on in Deshaun's world, they were basically willing to take, you know, the suspension and everything that came with that to, to get him. They knew that he could be a game changer. Um, that didn't happen. So then they ended up with Matt, I mean, with, with Baker Mayfield. So, um, and, and that just hadn't panned out either. I mean, if any of those quarterbacks that had played half decent, I think they could have been all right. I mean, they proved they could – be a solid defensive team. I mean, that, that's kind of a little bit of a surprise that Phil Snow's gone because I thought the best thing they did the last two-plus seasons was play defense, and Phil was a big reason behind that. But, he again, he's the guy that was faithful to, to Matt Rule, and that probably wouldn't have worked out knowing Steve Wilkes, their interim coach, and, you know, how you know, defensive-minded he is because he came from that side of the ball. So, again, I know I'm kind of babbling on here. It just uh, – uh, yeah, when you use the word overwhelm, I just don't think Matt was ever overwhelmed. I think he was putting things in place to be successful, but the one piece he never could get right was the quarterback position. And a lot of coaches lose their jobs because quarterbacks don't play well. What what is Tepper? Um, what is his ownership style? Uh, you know, he said something about we need more of a winning culture. 
you know, and I, and he's someone who seemingly likes to be involved and and uh, in things. Certainly not as much as Jerry Jones, the guy I've covered for years. But what was the dynamic between? I mean, obviously Tepper wanted this thing to work. He gives him this enormous amount. Like, was that relationship until, of course, they just kept losing? Was the relationship between Rule and Tepper pretty strong? And and even even between Rule and, and the general manager there. Yeah, I got the impression that it was it was good, not strong, but good. And I know the general manager and Tepper have a great relationship. Uh, but, uh, you know, the winning culture is interesting. The only way to get a winning culture is to win. I mean, and, and they just couldn't do that. And that's the thing that Tepper kept going back to. He never really gave a really good reason other than the fact that they didn't win. And that's a good enough reason because that's why you uh, fire coaches or hire coaches because they win or lose. So uh, that, that's what it all really came down to. Um Again, they had some close games this year. They could have won, and probably should have won a couple of them. And if the quarterback played them better, they probably would. Have, they could have been, you know, started the season three and one, maybe even four and one. But that didn't happen, and, and ultimately he's going to be a fall guy. So I, I, it felt like Tepper listened to the fans. I know he says he doesn't like Twitter because the fans uh, are so boisterous there, but you can tell that he pays a lot of attention to that. And ultimately, well, that that gets a lot of coaches fired too. When when the fans start stop showing up for games, and then they sell their tickets, and your stadium gets overrun by the opposing team. That's just not a good sign for the coach. So, a, a lot of things just kind of went wrong. And again, Matt came in in the middle of a pandemic, so he really never got a chance that first year and a half to to do some of the things he really wanted to do as far as building the culture that he's used to building. And I. I thought this offseason that the relationship he had with the players, giving players more power uh, in the locker room, seemed to be working. But, again, it just never translated onto the field. You felt like the players uh, like Matt, and as you start to get to talk to players this week, will there be, uh, even after that game, a few players seem to voice support for Matt. So it wasn't, and I think even Tepper said he didn't think he'd lost the team or the team hadn't quit on him. Um, is that is that an accurate way to, to, to look at that? Oh, definitely. I mean, Christian McCaffrey said it ticks him off uh, that they weren't able to produce for Matt Rule because he said Matt's always had his back and he appreciated that. Brian Burns kept talking about accountability and, and he, he'd never heard, um, you know, Matt Rule, you know, talk bad about another player. So, I think he had tremendous support from the locker room. Cornerback Dante Jackson said 100% they had the support. So, um, you know, on down the line, I, every player I talked to had nice things to say about Matt Rule and supportive things to say about him. But um, ultimately, again, he, just, he didn't get the job done. I mean, two two years and five games is, is not a lot of time sometimes. You need more time to prove yourself. David Tepper said – Back in April, this thing could take five, maybe six years to get turned around and develop that winning culture. But then, you know, he just finally had enough. I mean, he's a guy yeah. that's, again, he, he, he's, he's made a lot of money uh, off making, the, you know, pretty tough decisions. And, uh, again, he, he for him, I just think he felt he had, he had to make a move. Yeah. You know, Matt did not love I, – I, I may have reached out to you about that at some point. I mean, he did not love Baker. I, I found that was interesting. And, again, I'm not saying he didn't work with him. 
and they may have had a great relationship uh, by the time they, you know, this year rolled around. I just remember when Baker was at Oklahoma and Matt was at Baylor covering that, um, just the whole Baker's whole attitude. I'm sure he wasn't the only coach who felt that. But you're totally right about quarterback, David. It was kind of like these arranged marriages, you know, and, and I don't know if Matt was dying to have Baker Mayfield, but he had to have somebody. And they bring him in there, and obviously it just didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he said it right. He had to have somebody, and they thought they thought that Baker Mayfield was an upgrade from Sam Darnold. Um, and he, he really just wasn't. I mean, and, and again, he had Christian McCaffrey out there. He had a rebuild offensive line. Um, I, I thought Baker's game. I thought he started to make a few things. I, he was standing in the pocket better and and doing a few things better yesterday. But then he throws that pick six uh, at the end of the first half with the you know the, the outcome still way within reach for the Panthers and that as Matt Rule said was a, a punch in the gut so um, yeah I think if Matt Rule had his brothers he would have he would have taken like Jimmy Garoppolo and been thrilled with it but money was a factor and, and, and you know he didn't make the final decisions on some of those things because as much power as he had you know they had somebody else calling the shots with how the money was spent and Panthers didn't want to go in that direction so um, again, though, but they were interesting there, though, they were willing to spend a lot of money on Deshaun Watson. So uh, that just didn't happen either. Well, so I, again, they, if they had gotten that one position right, I think he might have had a yeah. fighting chance, but he just really, really never got there. And um, a lot of, a lot of different reasons, I'm sure, but it, it's one of those things that happens all the time in, in sports. Yeah. We see it all the time. And then again, there's, a lot of coaches have lost their jobs because quarterback play. You just can't win without a great one, and they just never got it. Yeah, if Watson was there, he would still be the coach because you'd be waiting on Watson. So really, exactly. probably no matter what the results, you're saying, well, let's wait and let him have Watson. But they, the fact that they didn't get him, that played a role. Now, did I see that number right? About $40 million. Uh, will that be his parting gift? Is that what he's still owed by the um, – by the Panthers. Yeah, as long as he doesn't take another college job, I don't know all the details and what would happen if, if he does that. Then, um, you know, he's he's set pretty good. I mean, he could sit out the next four years and then collect a pretty good paycheck. I'd do it. But uh, <laughs> you know, Matt Matt wants to coach. He loves coaching. He's always done that. He's always wanted to be around the game. So I suspect he will take some time off and figure this out and, and land somewhere. Um, I know he wants to stay in the NFL. It's just going to be. It's just going to be really hard, I think, for him to get back in the NFL, at least as a head coach, without going through, uh, you know, working on somebody's staff again. Kind of like Ben McAdoo, his offensive coordinator, after he lost his job with the uh, with the Giants. You know, he had to take several jobs, even working as a uh, consultant with Dallas for a while before he got back into the positions he, he's in as the offensive coordinator here. So, um, again, you never like to see coaches fired, and you never like to – you don't you get relationships with these guys, but uh, yeah. it's also just part of the business. Yeah, and then he now he's like a hot coaching name for college. Isn't it funny how you get on the same day you're fired, you suddenly become like the 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 best name out there for colleges. And 
And uh, that's just the way it works sometimes. Cliff Kingsbury had the opposite way. He gets fired by Tech, and, and then suddenly he's a hot commodity, and uh, the Cardinals go and sign him. So you that's never right. know how these things work out. David, uh, on a very busy day, really appreciate you uh, hopping on, and uh, great to get to visit with you. I appreciate it, and uh, you have a good rest of your day. You bet. David Newton, who uh, covers the Panthers for ESPN.com. They have uh, uh, a member of the uh, someone assigned to every team. Years ago, Aaron, I was at ESPN.com, and I had to cover the entire league by myself. Actually, Lynn Pascarelli was there and John Clayton, the late, great John Clayton. And then I was assigned to do divisional blogs. You may remember that, Aaron. Uh, I, I was on the NFC East block, so we had four teams. And then as I'm wrapping up my time there, after being there, I don't know, five, six years, um, they they decided to go with someone on every single team. And I thought, well, this would have been easier just to focus on one team and try to cover like 32 teams or, uh, or cover a whole division. But, uh, yeah, David does a nice job, and we appreciate him jumping on with us to talk about Matt Rule, who is out today as the head football coach of the Carolina Panthers. And I don't see it, uh, Aaron. I don't see him landing with another um, NFL job. You know, part of it is it's not clear cut, even if he was willing to take a a defensive coordinator, offense coordinator. He's he's kind of coached a lot of different positions, but he's not. He's just known as a really good head coach. He's not known as, oh, this guy's an offensive guru or defensive guru. I think if you had to pick, you'd probably go on the offensive end of things, but not to where somebody's going to be like, oh my gosh, let's get Matt Rule as our offense coordinator. At least I don't. I may be wrong, but there will be people lining up to get him back at the collegiate level. And he does not seem wired to sit out a year. Now, he'd be good on TV. He'd be good on TV uh, if he wants to sit out a year and then come back. But I kind of think he's going to end up taking one of these college jobs, be it uh, Wisconsin, Nebraska. Somebody said there was already a story out talking about where he'd be the best fit, and they thought he would do a great job at Georgia Tech. And I find that interesting. He's a Big Ten guy. That's where he played. Uh, the the only thing about Georgia Tech would be he inherited, you know, a mess of a situation at Baylor, and that's it, it's, it's not for the same reasons. It's not scandal. Georgia Tech's just been bad for a long time. Now, Matt has a good process, and he knows how to recruit. So there are, there are some options for him. Okay, um, let's, let's keep it uh, – let's go back to college football – and let's check in with Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda speaking to the media on Saturday. Let's listen to a little bit of what Dave had to say as the Bears get ready for Thursday's showdown in uh, Morgantown against the Mountaineers. Ready for this week? You know, had a good um, bye week for us. I think we had some time uh, off and then some, some practice time. We had two really good days. thought the energy was good. Coaches um, were able to get on the road on Friday. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
My name is Trevor Check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics. Plus, Baylor Baseball begins fall workouts today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. During Jeep Adventure Days, Alan Samuels in Waco is celebrating with an incredible lineup of 2022 models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. These vehicles bring power to plow through any obstacles or the smooth, peaceful ride you'd expect from a Jeep. Jeep SUVs are also known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep SUV that fits your lifestyle. This is Lauren Harrison with Baylor Volleyball, and this is my story. There was a time last season when I felt so much doubt, but then I came to my senses and realized this is not who I am. I am not the player who just hopes I can score a point. I am the player who plays with confidence, swagger, and joy. Playing against Florida was the turning point for me. I felt like I was finally playing like myself again. My name is Lauren Harrison, and this is my Champions Tribune. Read more Champions Tribune at BaylorBears.com. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was an open date this past Saturday for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears. They're back in action this Thursday on the road at West Virginia. Baylor Volleyball wins on the road at West Virginia Saturday, a 3-0 shutout for Baylor Volleyball. They'll host Rice on Wednesday in the Farrell Center, then host top-ranked Texas Saturday afternoon at 2. Baylor Soccer drops a 2-1 decision on Sunday afternoon to Kansas State. Soccer now on the road twice this week at Iowa State on Thursday at West Virginia on Sunday. And today is the date. Baylor baseball begins fall workouts. We talked about the fall schedule on last week's Baylor Coaches Show with new head baseball coach Mitch Thompson. We've had individual workouts going on from, uh, you know, basically the start of school until now. Uh, We're finishing our last week of that, so it's six weeks of individual workouts. We're in the weight room four times a week. We're able to be on the field for up to four hours a week. Uh, which, you know, makes it tough on us as coaches because sure. we're chomping at the bit. We want to get going. <laughs> and great weather, too. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable weather, right? Uh, but we wanted to we, – we pushed back the start of our fall season until uh, October 10th, actual fall ball, uh, for the purpose of being able to free us up to go on the road and to be recruiting, you know, from middle of September until till the 10th or 9th of October, which yeah. is the NCAA period that they allow us. Okay. And, we wanted to be able to take advantage of that, and, uh, and we've, we've done a good job with that. Mitch Thompson and Baylor Baseball beginning fall work today at Baylor Ballpark. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Come join ESPN Central Texas Morning Show Game Time as we broadcast live Thursday, October 13th from 3 to 4 p.m. at Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco. Join us as we get you ready for the kickoff of Baylor Bears against West Virginia. Stop in for fan favorite wings, boneless wings, appetizers, burgers, and more. Thursday, October 13th from 3 to 4 at Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, located off West Loop 340 in the Central Texas Marketplace next to Ashley's Furniture. At Kubota, we want to help you deliver a job done right. That's why we want you to know that new Kubota inventory is arriving daily at WC Tractor. You have work to do. We have the reliable, durable, and versatile Kubota lineup to help you do it. Visit WC Tractor today for all your Kubota equipment needs. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at wctractor.com or call us at 1-888-887-2286. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Does your truck need some love? At Texas Truck Love, they love your truck as much as you do. They are Waco's only authorized installer of catskin leather and the best in the industry, Aaliyah Leather, as well as the best source of hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take the backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM, seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away, located at 4793 South University. Parks Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call 254-313-2946. That's 254-313-2946. And ask about their financing options. Remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. The Carolina Panthers have fired head coach Matt Rule today after a 1-4 start to the season. Steve Wilkes has been named the interim coach. Rule was 11-27 in three seasons as a Panthers coach. Cowboys beat the Rams 22-10. Cooper Rush is 4-0 as the Cowboys QB coming in for Dak Prescott. Cowboys have the Eagles on Sunday night football this week. Monday night football has the Chiefs hosting the Raiders tonight. Shake up in the top 25 from the AP poll. Georgia is back at number one, followed by Ohio State. Alabama, Clemson, and Michigan rounding out the top five. Oklahoma State drops to number eight. TCU is up to 13. K-State moves up to 17. Kansas drops to 19. And Texas is in the AP at 23. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley show on a Monday afternoon. Big win for the Cowboys and um and we'll listen to a little of the um of of Dave Aranda here in a second. Aaron, I, I earlier today I had asked for some people and I wanted to give us a chance to read some of those. If you can uh take a peek at our CNC Collision Center text line. I know the the screen's kind of lit up for a little bit. And the question I was asking is do you want the Cowboys, now that they've somehow stayed alive in this season, they're 0-1-1, the quarterback's going to be out for who out, who knows how long, and it looked like all hope was lost. They've now run off four straight wins with this backup quarterback, Cooper Rush. Defense is tremendous, arguably the best in the NFL. <laughs> 20 pressures on Matthew Stafford. 20 pressures, five Sacks, at least like 16 knockdowns. He was in a bad way against this Cowboys defense. And the question on the table was, on the CNC Collision Center text line, do you want to continue down this path with Cooper Rush, or if Dak is ready, and he could be by Sunday, do you want him back in there? Do you ride with the guy who has the hot hand, or do you, do you ride with a guy who has the broken hand? Now, one guy is on his way back. One guy's done extremely well. Now, would Dak have thrown for more yards the other day? Probably so. But, I mean, I, honestly, Cooper Rush did what he was asked to do. I, I saw a, uh, a quote today from, uh, from Mike McCarthy that got my attention. And it was about... <coughs> This team identifying it last in the spring that this was a defensive football team, that everything needed to be geared that way, and that Kellen Moore needed to get on board and understand and, and in his play calling recognize that this was a defensive team. I find that interesting because think about it just even last year with C.D. and Amari and Gallup before he gets hurt. You know, the thought was this is a high-flying Zeke, Pollard, uh, the O-line, this is a high-flying offense. They put up a lot of points, a lot of yards last year. Some of it empty, yeah, but they, they won 12 games. Very interesting that they have gone full uh, on the other direction. Now, Aaron, as you look at our, our CNC Collision text line, do our people want, do they want, are they wanting Dak to come back and play against the Eagles if he's healthy, now of course I'm I'm saying if both quarterbacks are healthy, do you go ahead and go back to Dak, or do you ride it one more week with Cooper Rush, ride the hot hand? Where do our people stand, Aaron? It is so far 100% want Dak to be the starting quarterback. Interesting. Interesting. Man, we got several immediately, and then I think one one guy you said Aaron said that something about the. Wanted just he he's he doesn't really care either way. He's sitting back waiting for the train wreck. Yes, <laughs> which is nice, but that's good. That's good. I I really uh, love it when our people get invested and start uh, and start sounding off on the uh, text line 
And uh, this is going to be this going to be really really interesting. Sunday night in Eagles Land, the land of Philly, and uh, Cowboys and Eagles get it on, and this really becomes the game of the week, and in some ways the game of the season so far. Okay, there'll be there'll be games along the way that are big, but this is an early season heavyweight matchup: five and zero Eagles versus the four and one Cowboys. Now, I, I did want to um, listen to a little bit um, of Dave Aranda from the other day because they play on Thursday, and of course you'll you'll hear the game. The pregame will start at four o'clock during this show. I think Tom's planning to do something at 3 o'clock with our Office of Baylor Alumni and, and, uh, you know, do a little uh, pregame as well on our Game Day Live program. And we'll get you ready for a kickoff at 6 o'clock. But because of the weird schedule this week, instead of doing the media on Monday, Dave Aranda did it on Saturday and thought we would share a little bit of what Dave Aranda had to uh, had to say to the media. Ready for this week? You know, had a good um, bye week for us. I think we had some time uh, off and then some some practice time. We had two really good days. Thought the energy was good. The coaches um, were able to get on the road on Friday and see some schools and see some games. And so a little bit different week with this being really, you know, with Saturday really being a Monday for us in a given game week prep. But, you know, it's how it times out for our game here coming up and uh, fully respect and uh, have a lot of appreciation for West Virginia and Coach Brown. I've known him for a while and uh, just know that, the environment that we're going to be heading into is a tough one, and uh, it'll take our best efforts. And so we're we're really focused on that and uh, excited for the opportunity. Would that take any questions you guys got? Dave, were there any uh, specific specific areas you worked on this week that you focused on that you wanted to improve? I think the underneath underneath all of the whether it's schemes or techniques, I think there is a, a level of, of immaturity or just youth that we're really working on on growing. And then I think for some of our vets, there's some complacency that we're working on um, on uh, getting rid of and kind of waking up from. And so I think you know the week was good in those respects. Um, you know, I think getting everybody on the same page in terms of, um, you know, where where we're at and what it takes to get to where we want to go, I think it was a good week for that. Dave, uh, how would you assess the, the offensive line's play to this point in the season? Obviously, you had a lot of returners there. Um, has, has that group kind of been what y'all wanted it to be? It's probably mixed, I would say. I think it's a good question. I think, um, you know, there's, there's, there's pieces that are around the offensive line that are different that affect some of the outcomes of the offensive line's work. Um, but I think if you were to extract just the, kind of their play and just kind of the, you know, the, the – um, you know how much violence is there how much how much effort is there how much um um 
energy is there. I think those are things that we can improve on and we, we must to get to where we want to go. Coach, you're still looking for that first win in Morgantown. Last time you guys went there, a double overtime game, I'm sure. You are you don't want those double overtime games after BYU. What is the kind of message going into this week, and do you think you guys can rise above the environment that Morgantown imposes? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think intentional practice. You know, the, I think some of the um, – um, you know, I think all of our – all of um, – our improvement can stem from really being intentional with our our work in our days, and so um, you know, knowing you know why I'm in this meeting, why I'm in this individual period, why I um, am in this unit teach or team period, what I want to get better at, and what specifically am I working on? And I think there's a be here now mindset that's way important with that, and you can kind of get caught up in just the routine of. You know, week one, week two, week three, week four, and that. And then you also can caught up with what just happened last game or what possibly could happen this next game. And so just to stay way focused in the moment, I think, is where, you know, the improvement is at. And so I think it's been a big, uh, a big uh, push by all of us to, to be way intentional with our time. So I think that's, that's number one. Then two would be playing with edge. I think uh, it was already kind of hinted at, you know, the line of scrimmage I think can improve. And uh, we have, you know, the edge is not after the snap, right? It's not before the snap. It's during the, it's having a really violent start uh, followed with a real violent finish. And it's from the start of the play to the echo of the whistle. Yeah, I think our line of scrimmage can improve with uh, with a better edge. So we're trying to practice that way. Coach, JT Daniels was a pretty big recruit coming out of high school. What do you feel like he brings to this Mountaineer offense? A really strong arm. Yeah, there's a command that, that right when you watch tape, it just it, it jumps off the screen at you, the command that he has. Um, there's a poise that he has. And then his arm. You know, he can from one, one hash, you know, throw a deep out all the other across the field and all that and be on the money with it and so I think it's elite you know his arm strength and um, you know I think the offense is growing around him you know there's elements of tempo in there there's backs that uh, there's a change of pace back there's a kind of a reliable um, tough back um, and then they've got a fair amount of receivers that are kind of in and out so it's a talented offense and with him at the helm you know we're, they're always going to be in it and always a threat to put up a lot of points. Coach, uh, Apu left the last game. Uh, is he going to be available for West Virginia? What's his update status? And also with Tay McWilliams and Khalil Keith. So uh, Apu will be, will be ready to play. And so he's been practicing, um, you know, these, uh, these past couple days. And then Tay, it's still, I think, his return is still a couple weeks out. I think he's having a harder time of it than maybe some of our others. Um, and so we're, we're hoping to get him back here um, soon. It's, it doesn't look like it's going to be for this next one. And then, I'm sorry, Khalil? Yeah. And Khalil's going to practice today. And so he'll be going through individual today. It'll be good to have uh, Khalil back. Dave, going back to last week, seeing a 36 next to an opponent was kind of bizarre in, in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Do you think the defense is hungry to come out for a, not a shutout performance, but to really bounce back in a strong way? That's a good question. I, I appreciate that. I think, you know, um, 
we have to, I feel, we have to teach that. There's kind of the, the, or the basis of your question and kind of what it, was, what it was getting to. I feel us as coaches, we have to teach that. And so we're trying to do that right now in terms of, hey, this is an expectation. Hey, when it's not met, hey, there should be something you feel in your gut. This is how you use it. Uh, just because you use it in the week doesn't mean that it's given to you on a, on a game day. This is what all of it means. I feel it's, it's up to us to teach that so we can get the, the answer that I think we all want. Dave, in terms of self-evaluation, even in coaching, mm -hmm. do you do that week to week, or was this a good week to kind of look at that and go, we need to do this, that kind of thing? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I do that, um, at least I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I do that. I think it's always better to have other people tell you if you're doing it or not, because um, I think the blind spots are real. Um, you know, I think for me, the... The complacency part is hard. It's hard to, um, I, I think, I don't know. I think if you were to be a coach and you were to say my team is complacent, it, it sounds like a way negative thing. Um, and I think despite all the best efforts of all of it, and you know, I, you know probably bigger picture, need to find better efforts. Um, but I think talking about what's real is, is way important. And I think there's an element of... Um, of uh, kind of a waking up, you know, like here's the jersey number, here's the play, here's all of it. And this is not what it, uh, this is, you know, I know you're better than this. I know that there's an edge to you. I know all of that, getting that back. And so that's been a big, big, big focus. And it's been, um, you know, as far as when I look at me, I just see that with the staff. And um, I think this came up the other day. Um, but, you know, I think whether it's it's the youth of the team or it's kind of feeling the, the complac complacency and all of it, it's to, as a coach, to use all that and use it. And when we're not hitting the mark either way or we're not growing the way we think we should or we're thinking we arrived when we haven't done anything, it's using those moments to teach. Um, and not to weaponize and to, you know, because I think then you just, you're in a thing and you create another thing. And so um, I think there's both sides of it because I think players are going to want to see that, uh, hey, I didn't, you know, here's my perspective. Oh, there's a whole other perspective. Okay. And then and all, that whole thing is easier to admit when it's being talk to by someone that you trust and knows that they care about you more as a person than a player and then I th but then I think for the coach it's, it's like all the anxiety and all the other things you know, you're not the only one that feels that dude <laughs> you know players feel that too so it's not about just putting it off it's about using it for good and so you know the best criticism of the bad is the practice of the better and, and I think it's it, it, it takes some intentionality to do that we're trying our best all right some good stuff from Dave Veranda and Aaron, when he said, I brought this up the other day somewhere, he was thinking about on the Matt Mosley show <laughs> right? Uh, during his visit with, uh, with us on uh, well, Friday. And uh, always great to visit with Dave. I'd like to make that a weekly deal. In fact, uh, I, you know, if Baylor's interested in that, I'm interested in it. But uh, what, a, what a fun uh, time that was. And uh, some really good words from uh, Dave. Now, we've got to say goodnight. Uh, it is time for the dismount, and I do have some breaking news uh, that's uh, kind of going around the NFL. And uh, one last uh, note on former Baylor coach Matt Rule 
being fired today. All of that coming up next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians, trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, carry at your gym or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Now time for Chillin' with Quillin' on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. The Carolina Panthers have fired head coach Matt Rule today after a 1-4 start to the season. Steve Wilkes has been named the interim coach. Rule was 11-27 in three seasons as a Panthers coach. Cowboys beat the Rams 22-10. Cooper Rush is 4-0 as the Cowboys QB coming in for Dak Prescott. Cowboys have the Eagles on Sunday night football this week. Monday night football has the Chiefs hosting the Raiders tonight. Shake up in the top 25 from the AP poll. Georgia is back at number one, followed by Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and Michigan rounding out the top five. Oklahoma State drops to number eight. TCU is up to 13. K-State moves up to 17. Kansas drops to 19. And Texas is in the AP at 23. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Audience, the dismount. We've made it through another day. I'm fighting something nasty, like a sinus infection or something. Aaron, we all need friends like my friend Kyle, who I he I'd said, man, I can't play tennis today. I'm not feeling it. Got something. He's like, you need some. You need me to bring something by. I said, is there any way you could leave some Mucinex D on my front porch? It was done within like 10 minutes. That's pretty so cool. during one of those breaks, I went down and I had a Mucinex D. Now, what should I do tonight? Well, I should get go to bed early. Maybe have some hot tea with some honey. I got a little bit of an itchy throat. I don't think this is COVID related. No cough, really. Just feel generally awful. Uh, Aaron, I'll be picking up my wife and her friend and my daughter and her buddy at about midnight tonight at the airport so can't (laughs) (laughs) i can't go to bed early but that's okay we will make it all work out everybody have a tremendous evening been a good day covered a lot of different topics today thank you to our guests david newton and matt lively thank you dave aranda as well thank you to aaron sexton good night everybody This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz.